regular speaking voice. Welcome back to ASMR Quest. I am your host, John Tyler. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> and I'm Jolly Ian Fox, the co-host of this podcast. Uh, that's right, John. I'm here. I'm uh, clinically obese. And okay. I'm all dressed in red furs. Furs bathed in the blood of the animals from whence they came. Yeah, okay, yeah, I was going to ask you what sort of animals had red fur, but, but no, it's just, it was a bloody massacre. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, the, the animals, they've got the fur, right? Um, mm-hmm. They're full of blood, and so I yep. figured, it's it's just simple, you know? This is, here's the thing, John, when you, when you grow up and live on the North Pole, you've got to mm-hmm. be practical, right? Yeah. You don't have all the luxuries and amenities of, of modern <laughs> living, um, like, you know, um, like a society. Mm-hmm. Food, yep. Uh, Shelter. There, there's no like water, really. I mean, there's plenty of there's plenty of frozen water, but not really right, right. liquid water. No running water. Uh, there's penguins, I think, or polar that's, bears. That's that's wrong. Okay. That one's right. Okay, there's polar bears um, up there. Yeah. <laughs> so actually, I mean, that's probably that's you know now that I think about it, that's where my furs came from because you know you got the white the, the white fur on the rim of the cap. Mm-hmm. Now, John, I've got a question for you. I've got a sort of philosophical question okay. for you. If Santa Claus lives on the North Pole, uh-huh. who lives on the South Pole? Hmm. Yeah, there's not, like... Like, Santa doesn't have, like, a natural counterpart, necessarily. Yeah, there's the, like, um... There's Krampus, right? Like, if you if you want to go to, like, old European sort of yeah. racist mythology. And Krampus um, wouldn't live in the South Pole, though. Um... I like it. Really feels more like maybe it's just a South Pole Santa. Just South Pole, just, a, just maybe a there's two Santas Santa. and they've been trying to. Maybe they've they've just been keeping it secret all this time. There's really two Santas. Okay, I've got the I've got this. One Santa does the Northern Hemisphere and one does the Southern. So you've got your you've got your North Pole Santa and he's dressed in his animal blooded, um, you know, raiments. Yep, and mm-hmm. he's got all the magical powers and stuff. South Pole Santa is actually a, a laid-back beach Santa. Okay, um, Ian, I feel like you, you don't really understand what the South Pole is. No, John, I, I understand it funny <laughs> well, because you've got... So, like, you know, you go. I go down south, right? I go down uh-huh. to Florida, and it's warm beaches, and, you know, yeah. you, go, you go down even further, and it's Mexico, and they got all these big, nice, warm beaches, and then you go down further, uh-huh. and you got Brazil, and you got all, uh-huh. these, all these great, warm beaches... <laughs> you go know, down further, and you've got um, what Chile, Chile, and I assume they have nice, beautiful beaches. I don't know anything about. It's consistent Chile. with everything else. Yeah. Then you go down, um, and you've got Australia, and uh-huh. they've got all these great beaches, John. Australia is nothing but beaches. Mm. Then you go down even further, and you got the South Pole. And so, I asked you, John, <laughs> if it, you know, I'm just extrapolating here. What do you think? Yeah, no, is in the I, South Pole? I can't find the flaw in your logic. Also. There's definitely tropical penguins. There's definitely, like, penguins hopping around on big sandy beaches. And you did just say that penguins live on the South Pole, <laughs> so at least be logically consistent, you know? Yeah, you're, you're right. I, I'm sorry for uh-huh. acting like such a fool. Well, that's okay, John. I, I, you know, I, I was asking for it when I tried to elicit a, a reasoned opinion from you. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm really undercutting our authority. Yeah, it's so true. But, John, we're not here to talk about South Pole Beach Santas, just relaxing no, and drinking a margarita. Well, but then, Ian, what could we possibly he- be here to talk about? Well, John, we're here to talk about Gary Busey. Okay. But that comes yeah. later, John. We're really here. The this unifying <laughs> theme of this episode, John, is going to be mm-hmm. ASMR, but in particular, festive ASMR. Oh. ASMR that makes us think about... You know the holidays and what what Christmas means to each of us. I, mean, I think I've, I've spoken I, at length. I don't before. think that that's true. I think what you just said is false. No, 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 John. Because okay, well, maybe you have a different outline for this episode than I do. It's all Christmas all the time here at Holly Jolly ASMR Quest. <laughs> it's our hot new rebranding. Um, so I, you know, John, I figured if everybody can rename their things spooky or scary or it's like if everybody can make mm-hmm. Halloween puns. Yeah. Well, everybody should probably be making Christmas puns as well. I mean, I think a lot of people do do that. Yeah, they may, they might do. That's... I'm not I'm not hip on the Twitter, so... 
Is, are they like? Uh, are they all calling themselves like you know? I'm pine tree. I'm gentle. I'm. Um, I was trying to come up with a gentle whispering one. I'm gently whispering Christmas carols. Mm-hmm. Or you know, I'm. Uh, I'm oh. Santa Claus ASMR. Uh, yeah, I think that's that's uh, those are all spot on. Mm-hmm. Um, I was kind of happy about the gently whispering one. Yeah, that, that's pretty solid. Um, yeah, uh, let's see. It doesn't look like GB has a Christmas themed name yet, uh, but I think she did last year. Um, what about gentle whispering? Uh, now she doesn't have anything yet for this year either. Well, we're, we're too soon. We're breaking this story too early. The story we, the isn't out there the scene, yet. John, it's December 2nd when we're recording this, but it's actually, I don't know what day when this comes out. Maybe it's next week. Maybe we just missed an episode, John. But Yeah, I think this one's going out on the 9th. Okay, it's December 9th when we're recording this right now and editing it. That's right. <laughs> yeah. So, John? Mm-hmm gotta get right into it because we got a lot yeah, to talk yeah, tell about me, this week tell me about gary Busey. Yeah. gary Busey, john gary Busey. um he's a famed actor who's been in hit movies such as the commercials for amazon prime video the commercial for amazon prime video um he loved america loves him in that um he looks very angry in all of his pictures i think people like that about him <laughs> um he starred in comedy in a Comedy Central reality show, I'm with Busey, in 2003. In 2005, he voiced himself in an episode of The Simpsons. Those were his main claims to fame. <laughs> yeah, I would say so. I think we named the top three. Mm-hmm. Uh, but why are we talking about him on ASMR Quest, Ian? Well, John, we're talking about him because he's got a lot of opinions. Uh, he was brought in for an interview at Rolling Stone. Mm-hmm. And Rolling Stone decided that they would try to sort of capitalize on the recent ASMR craze. You know, we've got all those W Magazine videos where celebrities come on and, and do a little bit of ASMR for the camera, and everybody loves it. Mm-hmm. And Rolling Stone decided that they would get in on it, too. And they would get in on it with Gary Busey. That sounds like a great idea. But, John, well, it sounds like a great idea, but then you try to put it into practice, and it's not doesn't work out always, John. So it turns out Gary Busey... So he doesn't know about ASMR, maybe not too surprisingly, mm-hmm. doesn't really know about YouTube or what views are, It's not doesn't know <laughs> Cardi B, who was the person that they sort of talked about when, when trying to get him to do this, like, you know, Cardi B's done this, doesn't know that. Um, and he gets angry when you suggest to him that someone tries to, to, to sort of whisper you to sleep. He gets very <laughs> angry, because John, that's not how you should fall asleep. How should you fall asleep? He'll tell you, John, in this delightful two-minute video um, posted to the RollingStone.com, available um, <laughs> by internet providers near you. Well, he doesn't actually tell you, though, John. I, I don't know. What did you get out of this? Because this is so. This is the enlightenment corner, John. We're trying to seek enlightenment, and Gary Busey clearly has—he's got something. I don't know if it's enlightenment, but he's got opinions at, at the very least. <laughs> Um, so I, I hadn't actually read this beforehand. I forgot to look. Um, and usually I don't look into the Koan or the Enlightenment Corner stuff beforehand anyway, uh, unless you tell me to. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm, I'm looking at it now. Um, and yeah, there's some, some choice quotes, uh, pulled out of this video and put into this article. Um, I really enjoy this section from, uh, uh, Gary Busey wants you, uh, wants to help you go to sleep. Let him. Uh, we asked the veteran actor Busey is, and Buseyism's author to record an ASMR video. This is what happened uh, by Jason Newman from Rolling Stone. Uh, one part of this article that I just accredited whew, it was quite a quite a quite a quite an effort to do so. Mm-hmm. Uh, but one thing I noticed from this video that or from this uh, article that I really enjoyed is uh, this section here. Um, he notices a binaural a binaural. St- Stereo microphone used in many ASMR videos set up in the studio. What is that thing? That's the special microphone for the sleep-oriented video we were talking about, says a producer. Take that out of here, he says, his tone shifting from frustration to determination. Let's not confuse the listener with a bunch of crap going on in the sound. I will just interview myself without that microphone and tell you what I do to go to sleep. 
Um, and I... <laughs> Um, there's there's a lot of stuff in here about him just uh, apparently not getting the idea not and the not idea. being into it at all. <laughs> now, in the actual video, I would recommend that you watch it later. Um, okay, it's it's definitely worth worth a watch. So Gary Busey doesn't doesn't understand ASMR. Doesn't know. He appears to think that ASMR is someone telling you to go to sleep, and he thinks <laughs> that you don't need someone to tell you, John, to go to sleep because you can just go to sleep by listening to relaxing sounds like. You know, waves or you know, sort of gentle music and stuff. And but ultimately, John, falling asleep, you have to do it for you because sleep is a gift. <laughs> Nap stands for not a possibility. Um, and there's some others. John, it's incomprehensible. Gary Busey. <laughs> the the takeaway here is that Gary Busey doesn't know anything about anything. Um, <laughs> I don't think he's gone to sleep in ten years. <laughs> And I, I mean, you know, he did great work on that episode of The Simpsons where he voiced himself, but I don't know, John. <laughs> just don't know. So I think that I did not take any steps towards enlightenment in this past <laughs> bye-bye-week period, actually, this past month. But, uh, mm. you know, my New Year's resolution for December, <laughs> my new December resolution, John, is to achieve complete and total enlightenment. So. And I... I don't think that's a smart goal. John, it's a smart goal because it's specific, complete and total enlightenment. It's measurable. Mm-hmm. Have I achieved complete and total enlightenment? Yes or no? Okay, that's true. Um, yeah. It is attainable in that uh, the Buddha achieved enlightenment sitting under um, the Bodhi tree. And if he did it, then so can I. Because <laughs> okay. he, was, he was from ancient times, John. They didn't know anything in ancient times. So, All right, that's fair. Uh, and then it's, uh, RT, because it's real-time. It's a real-time job, John. <laughs> uh, yep, that's, a, that's what uh, R&T stand for. Mm-hmm. Wow, Ian, you you, uh, you schooled me. I guess that is a smart goal. Mm-hmm. Well, John, it's, you know, don't question me about smart goals. Because I'm very right, I... <laughs> Do you want to move on to our notable vids, Ian? Sure, John. We've got, we've got a star-studded action-packed uh, selection of notable videos for you today. First, John, there's a there's an exciting development on the ASMR subreddit that people huh. may want to take a look at. There's a new regular thread being posted. The 20 most viewed ASMR videos published last week. And so if you are wondering what is the sort of the hot up-and-coming ASMR videos, I mean, not up-and-coming, the hot up-and-came <laughs> ASMR videos, <laughs> then this is the place to go and see them. And you can see they, they've sort of got this divided into two sections. One, just the overall uh, the overall highest viewed videos, and then the highest viewed videos that aren't about uh, eating or slime. It turns out that, that most videos that get a lot of views are about eating and slime. Yeah. Which is interesting, because those seem to be two of, like, the more polarizing things. Like, Mm -hmm. obviously a lot of people really like them, but then obviously a lot of people really don't, because there's a category for top ASMR videos without those things. Well, I would suspect that it has to do with, like, how casual you are about your ASMR. Mm. Where, like, if you just like to, you know, watch a little ASMR video every now and again, then maybe you enjoy the slime and the eating sounds, and and you're probably in the majority of people. Whereas if you like the sort of in-depth role plays and the the long videos, the the real things to sort of like you know, get you experiencing ASMR, maybe then. Oh, uh, then you probably yeah. No, I think that's fair. Yeah, I think it, it probably they probably are uh, catering to different audiences for the most part. Mm-hmm. And boy, John, so I, I I put as one of our notable videos the top video from the past week in terms of views. It is a doozy, John. Oh, it sure is. By Clunatic. Uh, it's spaghetti pencils for dinner. Clunatic dinner. ASMR eating sounds. No talk. Lapices. Lapices. I don't know. Something. Something in what I think is Spanish. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, th- this is um, one of those videos in which someone... Um, you know, it's one of these videos that's got, like, a very simple presentation, um, but very complex sort of uh, editing, I guess, or or not necessarily editing, but, like, execution. I don't know what to call it. It's 
it's one of these videos where you have a bunch of things that are doing things that they shouldn't be doing. Mm-hmm. Like, you have uh, pencils that are spaghetti. And also one pencil that is a match. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's a little picture of a chef which isn't happy about things. Um, yeah. The man is, at you the whole time. man is eating pencils and all sorts of... But like in a very... Not in a... Not in a that is a kind of realistic way, but it's it's very clearly a fantastical video. Yeah. Like, it... But it, it's so simple. Like, it's clearly just made in someone's house. Like, it looks very much like it could just be a bad vlog. Um, well, I don't know, but, John. How do you think... How do you think they did the pencils? No, no. So, what I mean is, like, the, pre- the way in which it's pre- presented is... Mm-hmm. Like, this was not something that was done in, like, a large studio with, like, fancy lighting and boom mics and everything. Like, this was just something that someone did, like, in their home or has that look to it. But the sort of the thing that they that you see in the video is quite fantastical and impressive. Mm-hmm. Like these, uh, these spaghetti pencils, for instance. For dinner. You got a glue <laughs> stick as a little side dish. and Yep. Ah, oh, John, it's a uh, it's a short video. Some pretty intense sounds in it, I would say. Yeah, I'm 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 watching it right now as we speak, which is part of the reason I'm not doing a good job talking about it because it it really like is quite entrancing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then he also uses some uh, uh, whiteout, I believe, as a as a sauce for his spaghetti pencils. Mm-hmm. Uh, weirdly enough, once you put enough uh, whiteout on a uh, glue stick and spaghetti pencil. It almost does look like a real food. Hmm. Um, like, it sort of does look like it's just got a bunch of, like, um, uh, what's that sauce? Um, the white one. Alfredo? Uh, yeah. Yeah, it looks like it's just got a bunch of Alfredo sauce on it. And the sound effects are pretty good, too. Some intense sound effects. So That's yeah. enough of of this. I'm I'm. It, it's sucking me in. I'm sorry. I, oh, oh, wow. You got in too Oof. deep there. You you, I, you I got like you went into I, the I really shot. did. Jeez, I just have wow. to close it. It was like oh, I I could not focus on anything. It had drawn in my whole mind. My whole mind and body was getting sucked into this video. So was this a new like a new sort of push my sensations and like the for you? It might be. It might oh, be. Wow. I mean, I wasn't One even thing. experiencing ASMR. I was just being uh, uh, enchanted. Mm. One thing I, I would I should mention now is this is actually a special episode. Not only is it the first in our um, uh, ten part Christmas series that we're going to do, <laughs> but also uh, it's a it's a video that I I prepared mostly. I I feel like I did most of the research this time around. I'm very proud of that. Um. Yeah. You you did contribute more to this episode than I did. Mm-hmm. I'm the the fool who just has to sit here uh, with nothing to say. Mm-hmm. Well, well, you bring us boldly through this uh, episode. And speaking so, of, it's time reversal. For me to take you, John, to the next video that I definitely added: uh, ASMR <laughs> Tilda trying to give ASMR to an ASMR artist featuring GB ASMR. And this video is by Angelica, who you may recall yes. we talked about just a few bi weeks ago. Um, <laughs> When she was a, a a nun. But she's not a nun anymore, John. How she's That's right. giving ASMR to GB. Yeah, now she's a, a regular modern gal. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, so I wanted to include this one because when we did uh, our, um, our main quest about Angelica, when we did our ASMR artist profile on her, I wasn't entirely sure... If she was sincerely doing ASMR content, or if it was all parody, mm-hmm. um, I was pretty sure that it was ASMR content. But I would, like, there was a part of me that thought maybe it was just a, a parody channel. But now that I've seen this video, and I've seen at least one other video where she's working with another pretty well established ASMR artist as well, uh, it's more apparent to me that she is in fact sincere in that in doing ASMR content, um, and her videos are just very silly because she's very silly. Uh, like, she just seems to be incapable of reigning in the silliness. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, she is cracking jokes this whole time. Uh, she's wearing some elf ears from the very beginning of the video that she stole from GB. 
Oh. Um, and she she just cannot take, you know, she just cannot take anything seriously in her life, Ian. Mm-hmm. It's very frustrating. Ah, Sajan, this was this was this was a silliness too far for you. Oh uh, no, I I really enjoyed it. I found it very relatable. Okay, you were just being silly then. I was, John. That's yeah, a I silliness. Can, I'm just getting too so far out. for me. Oh no, Ian. Well, now I don't know if you're also being silly. John will never know. Oh man, that's um, the true meaning of Christmas, Ian, John. Can, I I know so. I know maybe you don't want to like tell everyone on the on the episode, but could you just like whisper to me whether or not you're being serious so that I don't have to feel uncomfortable for the rest of the episode? John. Yeah. When I whisper like this, there's like a little bit of a feedback that I got. Oh, okay. But Ian, like, are are you mad at me or are we all good? No, we're all good, John. I'm not mad. Oh, okay. John, I just I just I thought it'd be funny to sort of make it like you know. So destroy all expectations about what is and is not silliness, John. When you pull down the veil of silliness, you realize that it's it's all a lie, John. Oh, it's John. all a lie. Oh. In I want. Never mind. Okay. And we're back. Uh, yeah, I uh, just had a little, a quick little sidebar, listeners. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't need to worry about it. There's nothing, nothing important. Um, but. We have decided to continue with the episode. Everything's all good. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, John so Angelica, did... she's just very silly, um, and she she can't not be silly, it seems. But, John, so we know that she can't not be silly, but as an ASMR artist, can she give ASMR to a different ASMR artist? I watched this video a while ago, so I, I, don't, I don't remember if there was, like, a, a firm conclusion to that, but it seemed like she was able to... Uh, to do it but i i don't really recall for sure okay well that wasn't the focus of the video to me even though that was the title that wasn't well, the the mystery that i was investigating you were investigating the mystery that is angelica that's right i was doing a whole like psychological profile over here mm-hmm. i didn't care about this this trite nonsense of whether or not she was able to give gba smr hmm which brings us to our next video Autumn Vibes, Leaf, Reese, or Reese Ritual. Um, I, I think a candy bar. Yeah, it's a candy bar. Chocolate bar. Cozy ASMR. I think lipstick. That's a candle Soft spoken. Oh, it's a candle? Yeah, I, don't, I think you're right. Soft spoken. Uh, by Gentle Whispering ASMR. This was some sponsored content that uh, Maria posted to her channel. Uh, you don't see a ton of sponsored ASMR content. And you... And generally when you do it, it tends to be like, you know, sort of smaller, sort of internet-based brands and companies that sponsor ASMR content. This was unusual in that it was a, uh, uh, this video was sponsored by Reese Canada, or Reese's, as, uh, you know, most of you Americans would know them. Mm-hmm. The, uh, you know, little peanut butter cups that are sold by Hershey's Chocolate Company. That's probably not their real name. LLC. I assume they're like Nestle, right? No, it's Hershey. Hershey? Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, they're all the same, John. Um, it's a different company. It's a similar, but different. They're, they're competitors, Ian. Competitors? In this economy, John? No way. <laughs> it's all about monopolies now. All right. Um, yeah, so this is a, uh, a sponsored video, uh, sponsored by Reese's Canada, um, it does not have the apostrophe S on the packaging, which is very strange to me. There are three peanut butter cups per package. Uh, they also... I don't know why they sponsored a ASM artist who I believe lives in California. I don't know why it wasn't just, like, American Reese's sponsoring her. Um, also, she says... Uh, or uh, Maria says Reese, which is not how I have ever said it. But I don't know if that's how Canadians say it or not. She's not Canadian. She's just being sponsored by Canadian Reese's for some reason. It's very strange. But now, John, I've got a lot of Reese's video. facts. I got a lot of Reese's facts to give you. Well, how do Canadians say it? And that's the only fact I'm interested in. Well, John, I don't know that. They don't tell you that on Wikipedia. Damn but it, Ian! Do tell you that in 2012, Reese's was the best-selling candy brand in the United States with sales of 2.603 billion dollars. 
but only 76 million of its sales were outside of the United States. Wow. It's the fourth best-selling candy brand globally, basically just entirely driven by United States sales. Wow. I knew it was really popular in the U.S. I didn't realize it was unpopular other places. Yeah, and I guess to me that that seems like I don't really care how Canada pronounces it then because they're only buying (laughs) at most $76 million worth each year, whereas we, John, are buying over $2 billion each year. (laughs) Jeez. That's insane. (laughs) So, yeah, that's... that's... Wow. I wonder... I mean, like, I'm sure Americans are just eating a lot more candy than most other countries or like you know these sort of big mass-produced candies anyway um so i i assume that that's a factor but still that's that's such a discrepancy yeah like i would expect canada to be to be buying a similar per capita amount of candy to the u.s but they are also a much smaller country but still that that discrepancy is insane and here's the thing, John. So they're they're only selling you know seventy six million, and in Canada, I guess they're giving you an extra cup. Yeah. Well, I guess it depends. You know, you're, you've got we've got two and four cup packaging here. I think we also have one, but who whoever gets that? But the standard sizes are two and four. Whereas in Canada, it's three. So I don't know if they're getting an extra cup or one less. Mm-hmm. So in summation, John, I guess we could say that this really was. A Reese ritual. <laughs> I, I don't. What ritual was performed with these Reese's, John? I think just the the ritual of eating them. Uh, not much of a ritual. No, but I mean, a lot of people do have specific ways in which they eat Reese's. Mm. Can you How do you eat your Reese's? John? Well, I take the Reese's, um, and then, like in the in the commercials, I remember from a kid. I use some sort of like bandsaw to saw out the the middle bit. Mm-hmm. Oh, so then you can like falls down. Yep. Um, and then you put the outer bit around your penis. Yeah, I put the outer bit around my penis, just like in the commercials I saw when I yep. was a kid. <laughs> exactly. Um, I remember. Only '90s kids will remember. Only '90s kids. Um, not all '90s kids. Only a subset of '90s kids will remember these these deeply disturbing commercials. <laughs> they. I don't know how they got on TV. Changed my relationship to chocolate forever, John. Oh, certainly. I mean, I I don't know that it was healthy, but I I have no regrets. You know, it was. There are there are upsides and there are downsides, John. Um, and then I take the the peanut butter center afterwards, of course, after I finish the taking my bath, and then I'll usually just pop that in my mouth. It's pretty tasty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The center is real good. I. I've considered trying to eat the whole thing sometime, but I, I, you know, those commercials, they just sort of set me on one path for life and I, mean, I haven't been able to shake it. You know, they put those ridges on for a reason, John. That's all I'm going to say about it. Which brings us, John, to our next video. W Magazine is back at it again, John. They're back at it again. This time they've pulled a real, a real star. What, how big a star, Ian? Are John, we talking like the, the size of the sun? Star in the sky. Uh, if this was a star, um, if this was a sort of astronomical star, we'd all be blind, and our flesh would have would have long since boiled away, leaving Whoa. not but you know skeletons quickly reduced to cosmic dust. Uh, well, that sounds bad, Ian. I don't know if I want to watch this video. As the intense nuclear furnace, which is Sarah Silverman, oh my goodness, its energy. Over the whole galaxy. Not, certainly not the Sarah Silverman, Ian. That's right, John. The Sarah Silverman recently featured in Wreck-It Ralph 2. The, uh, the, uh, I was going to try to come up with a bad name, and then I uh, realized I forgot the real name, so I couldn't really make a fun play on It's, uh, like, Ralph Breaks the Internet or something, right? Yeah, it's Ralph Breaks the Internet, which is, I, is that a reference to when Cardi B posted the big pictures of her butt? Um, Ian. <laughs> oh, your your pop culture references are so bad. Okay, John. I did realize shortly after I said it that it was in fact Kim Kardashian. Okay, that that's good. But also, like, 
that happened many years before anyone had any idea who Cardi B was. Well, Cardi, <laughs> you can't keep it. You can't keep all these celebrities. They have similar sounding names. You got to give me that. Kardashian and Cardi. I think that's okay. not the okay. most insane confusion. I I guess. All right. I'll, I'll. I will admit they do very different things, and I, <laughs> you know, I, I I'm not pleased to have made that mistake, John. Okay, but I, you know what? But I'm not going to issue a formal apology over this. Yeah, I, th- that's fair. You you seem to be. It seem that seems more like it was a slip of the tongue than a legitimate confusion. So I'll mm-hmm. I'll give you that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So she's got the big pictures of her butt, and then Disney made a movie about it. Years and years <laughs> later, and it's Wreck-It Ralph too, John. In this movie, Ralph, um, do you ever see Ace Ventura, Pet Detective? Um, I mean, I definitely saw it at some point, like on mm-hmm. TV as a child, mm-hmm. but I don't really remember it all that well. I don't think I was ever really that into it. Yeah, well, there's and a I, scene... I suspect it would not hold up. John, there's a scene where Ace Ventura, the titular pet detective... Um, he's in, like, a robotic elephant spying <laughs> on animals or something, I think. Okay. I don't remember why, but he, he needs to leave the elephant, and he does so through the through the rear exit. Oh, that sounds vaguely familiar. There's, like, a 15-minute scene where he just gets pooped out by this elephant, John. <laughs> and I suspect... I haven't seen Wreck-It Ralph 2. Um, if any of our listeners have, and, and they want to chime in on it, feel free... To let me know, but I suspect there's a scene in the movie where Ralph too um, actually does come out of Kim Kardashian's butt. Wow, That's Disney's gotten out of control. They really have. They've uh, started buying up all the other movie studios, and now they say they can. We can do whatever we want. Here's the thing, John. That's we the don't issue have to. We aren't beholden to your rules anymore. No more competition. Uh, you know, they're probably the ones putting out that Detective Pikachu movie, John. Because I think they're <laughs> the only company left that makes movies. That's uh, as far as I can tell. That is correct. Yes, they're out of control, John. They're <laughs> out of control, and I think that um, can't have Ralph this many too, butts in our children's movies. Ralph Two has to stop them. And hopefully he did in the movie. I haven't seen it. I have vague intentions that I might someday. Probably yeah, on I, I enjoyed the first one. Yeah. But I saw it like years after it came out. And I'll mm-hmm. probably do the same with this one. Yeah. Seems likely. But in this in this ASMR YouTube sensation, John, what does Sarah Silverman do? Oh, I don't know. I haven't watched it yet. I just uh, got excited that Sarah either. Silverman was in one. Well, we'll talk about it next time. That's Maybe right. with less Ace Ventura talk um, preceding it, but we'll see. I make we no can't promise anything, though. I mean, once you once you open that can of worms, how can you ever stop? No, it's 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 this is a, uh, a an Ace Ventura exclusive uh, podcast. Now we will talk about nothing else. We're here to talk about all the latest and greatest Ace Ventura news. I'm gonna go see what sort of Ace Ventura news there is, John. <laughs> just real quick, <laughs> just, what, okay. what's going on? With news surrounding Ace Ventura, the 1994 <laughs> Jim Carrey sensation. Man crashes into a tree, tells officers he was driving, quote, like Ace Ventura. That was posted <laughs> yesterday. <laughs> oh, there's a lot of articles. There's another article. DUI suspect floats Ace Ventura defense. <laughs> I, how does I don't recall how Ace Ventura drives. Ted Cruz fires back at Jim Carrey's vampire attack with a shot at dot dot dot. Vote like there's no tomorrow. The Ace Ventura star tweeted Monday. Jim Carrey Wait, doesn't want to do shot? another Ace Ventura movie right now. <laughs> that was supposed in July. <laughs> what? John, who's asking Jim Carrey? In 2018, like, was he gonna have just an Ace Ventura movie just lined up like everybody's waiting? <laughs> just for the hot new Ace Ventura. <laughs> I guess they're, they're having a lot of reboots, so, you know, maybe someone's like, oh, I can't do it. Maybe we'll get that Ace Ventura reboot soon. The time. 2018, Northwest Herald Girls Tennis Player of the Year. Carrie Grove gave an interview, John, and Ace Ventura is one of her two favorite movies. 
That's another Ace Ventura. So that's that's been the uh, that's been the Ventura Corner. Oh, well, you know we've covered some Ace Ventura news. I think we should move on to some ASMR news. Okay, John. There's a there's a a fundraiser of some sort. A third annual fundraiser, John. Oh boy! So All I mean... sorts of content creators are getting together to have this fundraiser uh, to SBSK, which is. Uh, special books by special kids, a non-profit interview series. Yeah, um, so yeah, a bunch of ASMR artists are getting together to raise money for charity. So that's a that's a, a fun, um, you know, positive thing to do with their all their ASMR fame. Mm-hmm. Um, if you uh, want to donate, uh, then you get access to a special a special playlist with with exclusive videos added by a variety of ASMR artists. Including... Yeah, and these these aren't your trashed here like two subscribers ASMR artists. No, there's there are some uh some big names on here. ASMR Glow. Frivolous yeah. Fox ASMR. Whoa. I can't that couldn't possibly be in. Well, John, according to the website it is. I don't have the playlist, so I, I couldn't tell you. <laughs> Jellybean Green ASMR. I don't know that I've ever I know that no, ASMR sure that Zeitgeist. Feel oh. like I've heard of them. Yes, you have. We've talked about him on the show recently. In fact, wow, <laughs> remarkable, um, and many more. And that—that that is true. There are, in fact, many more. Yeah, there's um, a. They're not doing. Doesn't look like they're doing great relative to their goal, but it also doesn't look like they have a time limit. Yeah, I also don't. We I don't know. I'm not sure when they started this either. It could be fairly recent. They might not have had much time to promote it yet. Yeah, it looks like about a month ago. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, maybe they're just not doing a good job promoting it. Maybe not. So that's yeah. why we're so here, we're listeners, here. to let I you know expect about it. By tomorrow, three. We're going to go from three thousand two hundred dollars to three point two million. Million. Do- the oh day my after, god. 3.2 billion dollars. Holy shit, The day shit, after, Ian. John, 3.2 <laughs> trillion Oh my god. That's, this is insane. This is this is literally an insane prediction, Ian. John. Oh my god. If we, if we hit 3. this, 3. Ian. 3.2 trillion dollars. Ian, if we can hit this goal, I, I will, I will <laughs> go, I will pay for a listener to go skydiving with me. Wow, John. I will... I will donate five dollars, five more dollars to special you know what else, by special kids who Ian, will then have three point two trillion dollars. John, as soon as we hit three point two trillion dollars, I will match that. Oh wow, John, this is that's big. Yeah, You're, uh, you know you don't often flaunt your trillions of dollars <laughs> um, on this podcast. No, no, I, I like to keep it under wraps. You know, it's it's a rude thing to brag about. It's, and I, you know, I I can't help but say, John, you know. There's a lot of people out there who's who've got lots of problems. Um, you know, you can save kids for like, you know, ten cents a a deworming or something. I'm just saying there might be better uses for your trillions of dollars than this than this nonprofit, which I don't know yeah. what they're doing. <laughs> um, I think. There's no better way for me to use my trillions of dollars than to hold them ransom until I get other people to donate to charity. Trillions is... of dollars. It's like, it's great, because, you know, if they've got $3.2 trillion, if I'm a charity and I've got $3.2 trillion to work with, the first mm-hmm. thing I'm going to say is, I wish I had $3.2 additional trillion dollars That's right. to provide special books by special kids. God, those poor special kids, John. Imagine how many books they're going to have to make. For $3.2 trillion. <laughs> They're going to be working for the rest of their lives. I don't think that's how it works. I can only assume, John. Alright, let's move on to the next. Okay. The next topic. Oh, uh, John, what a topic it is. Oh, yeah, this one's pretty good. You ASMR did a good job videos, picking this, Ian. John, are edgy, unnerving, and almost avant-garde. Is it time to consider them art? Ponders Karen Heller at the Washington Post. This is one of the best articles I've ever read about ASMR. Because wow. it did something other than say, have you heard about this weird thing on the internet called ASMR? 
it's people whispering into cameras. And so, uh, a lot of their viewers say it gives them a tingly, relaxing sensation. Because there's, there's thousands of those, and I don't need any more. It's but true. This, it's something different, Ian. Mm-hmm. It's very exciting. It's performative. It's extraordinarily sensual. It's totally useless in a good way. It's ASMR, not the article. <laughs> Although one, I don't know that I agree with all these. Uh, as Thompson says, they're quick. They're meditative. I've watched a lot of these videos, John. Yeah, most uh, of them are not quick. Yeah, I would not describe... I mean, you know, some of them. I guess some of the real popular ones. Like yeah, this is where, ones, this is talking, I think, a little bit more about uh, Instagram ASMR mm. rather than YouTube ASMR, which does tend to be faster and a lot more sort of just... Uh, and I, I guess it does tend to be a little more avant-garde in a lot of ways. You also get a lot more slime videos there than on YouTube, I think, uh, or higher maybe, percentage. Maybe we should have a special episode on Instagram ASMR. We should. That's a good main quest topic. I was not aware it was a distinct phenomenon. I mean, I it doesn't really intrigue me. Which is why I haven't really bothered looking into it at all, but... I guess it's something that we as journalists need to tackle. Mm -hmm. We, as people with journalistic integrity, unlike the hacks at the Washington Post, (laughs) full disclosure, disclosure, the Washington Post is owned by Jeffrey Bezos. I don't know why we need to disclose that. (laughs) We need to disclose, because we're journalists, John. (laughs) Democracy dies in darkness, is what the Washington Post says on their banner. It's what they'd have you believe, you mean. When really... It is only in, you know, democracy was born in the darkness, John. It, it grew up there. <laughs> yeah, you tried to adopt You tried darkness. to adopt the darkness. <laughs> Not democracy, John. <laughs> and it will break you. <laughs> um, so uh, this article also talks about a um, ASMR art competition for... Um, like teen girls in the New Jersey area. Um, uh, apparently, there were not many people who participated in this art competition. Uh, or it was the ASMR Film Festival. Uh, according to the article, the first known ASMR film festival received only 10 submissions, suggesting that the next breakout ASMR event may not be centered on Philadelphia teenagers. <laughs> Two of the three winners, they were awarded dandy plastic trophies, didn't bother showing. Um, Thompson ever was delighted. It was such a successful experiment. We plan to create more opportunities, he says, for the amazing culture happening on the internet. Uh, and I, I, I applaud his enthusiasm. I like that he did a sort of experimental film festival for local teens. And, you know, it wasn't a big thing, but uh, I think he's still inspired by it. I think the last thing we need teens getting into is experimental films. <laughs> That's just that's just gonna be a disaster. <laughs> you know, I'm not I try John, as a as a fellow teen in spirit, I try to be, you know, accepting of all teen trends and cultures and happenings. Mm-hmm. Um, but oh boy, they don't need experimental films. <laughs> but you know what we do need, John? We need bread face blog. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um so uh if you're unfamiliar, um, listeners, uh, Breadface Blog is an Instagram account uh, where um, uh, the the proprietor of the account, Breadface, um, yeah, Breadface, um, a 30 year old woman from Brooklyn, uh, creates and posts videos where she uh, smushes bread with her face. Mm-hmm. Some uh, have called her, and by some I mean this Washington Post article, the Karen Finley of ASMR. <laughs> she really? <laughs> I'm just watching her smudge the bread again. Oh, man. Yeah, the video, she just, she has a loaf of banana bread, a moist loaf, we're led to believe, of banana bread on the table. And as her name sort of implies, I guess, when you think about it, she just smashes her face into the bread, <laughs> crushing it. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not convinced that it's ASMR content, but it is it is great content. Is it art, John? Is it art? I've, I've got to go with yes. Okay. It's got I'll us talking. Go 
with Yes John and by democracy, it is art. Oh, but Ian, we did this in the light of our all of our viewers, so maybe it so it I don't know if that worked. I don't know, John. We'll have to consult the democracy warlocks. <laughs> but in the meantime, John, in the meantime, that's not the only artistic happening with, with ASMR. It's not just breadface anymore. Now there's what? also no. hip-hop and rap music. What is this? There's, there's a newfangled rap music you talk about. Well, John, it's a bunch of noise. Oh, my goodness. That's right, listeners. 21 Savage on Metro Boomin's... Fuck. Metro Boomin's newest album has uh, released a whispery verse. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure if it's supposed to be ASMR. But it is very whispery. Yeah. And there's news articles about it that I found when I looked online. Yeah. Yahoo.com. 21 Savage is the new ASMR goat with his whispers on Metro Boomin's album. Joe Price. I'll tell you what, John. When you try to find news articles on DuckDuckGo, you get a lot of Yahoo news. I think I came across this one as well, actually, oh, on Google. Okay. Yeah. Um, you don't need to read the article, um, but if you want to uh, listen to Metro, or sorry, to Twenty One Savage uh, whisper, then listen to "Don't Come Out the House" Is... uh, by. Metro Boomin featuring Savage, or 21 Savage, off of uh, Not All Heroes Wear Capes. Is 21 Savage a big rapper, John? Uh, yeah, he's a pretty big deal right now, Ian. Okay, nice. Yeah, uh, and Metro Boomin is also a pretty big deal right now. Wow, well, there's two big people, John. Both loving ASMR. Both yeah, big Metro fans Boomin, of the podcast. Uh, Metro Boomin is the uh, producer who is responsible for um, a lot of like the really popular... Uh, like Atlanta hip hop artist right now, like Kendrick Lamar. No, <laughs> I I that I, that was a joke, right? Yeah. Okay. Good. Okay. <laughs> well, I guess the joke is I, I I couldn't tell you who's doing rap in Atlanta. Okay. Um. So yeah, Tony Savage is a pretty big name. Uh, Migos is a really big. Oh, I know Migos as well. Yeah. Like yeah, he he's like he produces a lot of Migos' stuff, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um. I'm not a I'm not a Metro Boomin expert, but there, there's your that, that's that's a brief introduction to who he is. Okay. Um, but Twenty One Savage is the one doing the whispering. Mm-hmm. And speaking of brief, it's not a very long section that he's whispering. Like well, it's like a verse, longer than you'd expect in a song, but yeah, it's not like the whole song is a whispering thing. And that takes us, John, to. You know, it's uh, it's the holiday seasons, um, mm-hmm. and what's the number one thing on everyone's minds in the holiday seasons, John? Material uh, wealth. Material wealth, John. December is the month to consolidate your earthly possessions and to acquire additional goods. And have I got the uh, material goods for you, John? We've got another list of the best gifts, gifts for ASMR fanatics. But this one is much better. <laughs> from the previous one we talked about yeah the other one we talked about wasn't was not great i'm not gonna lie this one's this one's not gonna be like you know, your, your mind's not gonna be blown here okay and there's a couple there's a couple yeah, of my movies. mind is not blown so far but you know there's some solid stuff on here at least this one is like sensible you look at all these and you basically you can always say eh, i can see how that relates to asmr unlike yeah. the previous one john coming in at number one is a scalp massager uh, you can we talked about them in the last list. Yep, Coming the, in next, the, the wiry things is Ultimate Play Sand by oh. National Geographic. That's right, John. National Geographic. They went around photographing the world and plundering up of its ultimate play sand to send <laughs> directly to you. It's kinetic sand. You had some of this stuff, maybe not. I still have some the of National it. Geographic, but yeah, it's kinetic sand. It's that sand that moves weird and feels weird. It's pretty great. Yeah, and you make it. I don't know how. It's probably not good for the environment. I hope it's uh, not good for me. Uh, there's the ultimate slime <laughs> kit, John, for only $30. You could have the ultimate slime. Kit. Kit. I don't... Yeah. The, the, it's the ultimate slime kit. It may make horrible slime. We don't know. Yeah, but in terms of kit... I mean, it looks like a But in terms of kits, it's kit. ultimate. 
Yeah. For 30 bucks, you're getting your money's worth. I'm seeing, You better be like, getting some good slime. Dozens of bags, just full of all sorts of materials <laughs> and some bags that appear to be full just of slime. But maybe it's powder to create slime. I would assume it's powder to create slime. If you want to make slime, this is a kit that you can buy. <laughs> Not that many one-star reviews. Lots of five-star reviews on Amazon, so... <laughs> all in all, I'd say go for it. You've got a beauty kit, John. The Actually, Eco this... Tools Radiant Vanity Beauty Kit. It's Actually, full of John, brushes. Is this is this really for ASMR fanatics, or is it for people who want to make ASMR videos? I don't know. Maybe you can brush yourself, I or guess. have someone brush you. I'm noticing that the final one is a Blue Yeti microphone. Well, Ian, uh, you may not have noticed that at a certain point it transitions from gifts for people for asmr fanatics to gifts for the friend who wants to make his own asmr videos oh you know john i scrolled up i'm seeing that now why is one of the why is the first one under that the louis vuitton multiple wallet monogram i assume it's a wallet that makes good sounds interesting apparently <laughs> it's for unboxing purposes which seems oh okay that one you know what john i'm gonna take it all back this is a garbage list <laughs> They're recommending that you buy a $490 wallet to send to a friend who's an aspire, not even, not even an established <laughs> smart. They're in this, they want to be one. You send them this $500 wallet for an unboxing. What, <laughs> what unboxing do you need to do on a wallet, John? That's insane. This is a pro, this has got to be sponsored by Louis Vuitton. This is, this is madness. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I can't, I can't back that one up. Overall, I think the list is pretty five hundred dollar wallet. I, you send I can't it defend to that. your friend so they can unbox it for a video that two people will watch. John, <laughs> you'll be one of them because you paid five hundred dollars for that video. God, what are you going to do with a five hundred, John? That wallet will never have more money in it than the wallet itself is worth. <laughs> well, that's a Maybe, great point. I guess, on the one hand, it's actually kind of a positive thing, right? Because, you know, you're getting mugged or whatever, you pull out your wallet, you show it's empty, and they're like, oh, well, I guess I'm not going to steal it. Little do they realize. <laughs> it's a $500 wallet. It's also kind of ugly. But, <laughs> I mean, I don't know what I would want out of a $500 wallet, so... Yeah, I, I can't think of anything that would make me think a wallet is worth five hundred dollars. Yeah, and there's some other things on here too, but I'm too mad about the wallet to <laughs> want any further. Yeah, I don't think we need. This. I don't think we should read the whole list. Oh, so, Ian, do you want to do you want to talk about this next piece of goss? Yeah, we're sort of we're wrapping things up here. Uh, just a couple more bullet points to hit. And one of them, John, we got some bad news. We do. Our um, nemesis, Dr. Craig Richard, uh, he's he's back at it again. Unbelievable. He's on the Upgrade podcast, which is a podcast, a popular podcast. I've seen it in various tracking lists a couple of times. Probably by not Life as popular as ASMR Quest. Well, I mean, people who rate podcasts might disagree. Listeners, you can be the judge. Yeah, you can be the judge listener. Let us know if we are more popular than <laughs> The Upgrade, uh, the podcast, the, the sort of flagship podcast by the very successful um, life-blocking website, Lifehacker. And they interviewed Dr. Craig Richardson about how, how to relax. You know, just uh, another example of some so-called journalists taking the easy route. Mm-hmm. You know, they could have... They could have contacted us, could have brought us on for some ASMR content, and no, they saw, oh, everyone else will have Craig Richard on. Just because oh, he's he must got a know PhD he's and he's published you know, scientific documents about ASMR, and he's yeah, the, an established expert in the field, and he had... Go, the, we'll just go interview that guy instead of these other people who have a podcast with... Uh, our podcast. 62 episodes Has got now. to have more episodes than his does. I'm pretty sure it does. Yeah. So, Doctor Craig, we are the longest, the the most prolific ASMR podcast in the world. We come day in and day out to give you special announcements. Most bi weeks. Most many bi weeks. (laughs) Uh, Not that last one, but hey, it was Thanksgiving. Give us a break. 
it was there was a lot of important family stuff, guys. Mm-hmm. Come on, we had a lot of a lot of important family crises. <laughs> <laughs> I had a, a family Cuban missile crisis, John. <laughs> Yeah, your your sister came home to Thanksgiving carrying a missile. And no well, one was sure what she was going to do with it. <laughs> she was weren't sure should we launch our missiles before she has time to do whatever she's going to do with it. Um, and then then I got shot by an FBI secret operative. So it's an inside job, John. Oh, shit. I'm JFK. <laughs> That's why we couldn't record. Because I'm dead. <laughs> and you have been dead for like 60 years. <laughs> no, 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 John. This is, this is just over Thanksgiving. But, John, we've got a special announcement to close things off. Because, um, you know, John, in the in the spirit of Christmas, I said that, you know, this was going to be a Christmas-themed episode. And I think you can all, looking back, you can see the definite um, Christmas themes that ran throughout <laughs> and tied this whole episode together. But, John, the real, the real meaning of Christmas is that about 2,000 years ago, um, there was a... I don't really know what Mary was. Like, I don't know how she was identified before she was the Virgin Mary. But she was a virgin, John. And she Mm -hmm. gave birth to a little man named Jesus Christ. (laughs) And this man, he went around and he said a lot of things that were very troubling to a lot of people. Um, And he, he was sort of a cult leader... (laughs) <laughs> and they they crucified him, John. And because oh, they crucified nice. him, to celebrate the day that he was born, Santa Claus comes down from the North Pole, not from the South Pole, because <laughs> the South Pole Santa's sleeping. He comes down and he gives presents to all the little good boys and girls, because John, <laughs> they're like Jesus was. They're also kids. Um, and that's some would say the meaning of Christmas, and that's. <laughs> I would like to take this time to announce that Gentle Whispering is having a baby, John. And that baby could be the second coming of Jesus Christ. Um, listeners, in case you got lost in that, uh, the the goss that we are talking about is um, Maria of Gentle Whispering ASMR fame has released a special announcement video on November 26, 2018, in which she announces that she is pregnant with her first child, um, and she's very excited about it. Mm-hmm. I can't imagine why. I feel like most people I know, they have kids and they think, ah, oh, god damn it, mm-hmm. what's this kid doing here? What a disaster. But, but uh, unusually, and I guess good for her, she's quite excited about this child. Well, John, be again, it could life. be the second coming of Jesus Christ. <laughs> we just um, don't know <laughs> at this point. It's too early to say. <laughs> uh, but actually, no. It's, it's a it's a very uh, very cute, very enjoyable video where she's announcing that she's pregnant and talking a little bit about how she's excited about being a mother and some of the things she got for her baby and everything. And I've got to say, this this baby is going to be a uh, a baby who, like, if it experiences tingles, will be experiencing them a lot because this baby's going to have the most ASMR mom. Now. So she's already showing off, like, various articles of clothing mm-hmm. for the baby. Yeah. At what point are you supposed to buy baby clothes? Um, I don't know. I think, like, it's... it's. I think it tends to be more or less, like, one size fits all uh, for, like, at, like, various points of I age. Guess, I guess, like, there's probably not any really fat babies, right? Like, babies where it just wouldn't work. Yeah, like, I think the only, like... Concern is if your baby is like really is like born prematurely or is really small, um, then like you know some of like the newborn stuff might be too big. Mm-hmm. But then like you just get smaller stuff and the newborn stuff will fit eventually. Mm. But like I, th- I think baby sizes are pretty are like fairly predictable for a little while. Mm. I thought they measure them. If they talk about how long a baby is. Yeah, and it's also ridiculous. like baby clothes aren't really form fitting the way that adult clothes are. Mm-hmm. Just kind of little sacks, just shove them in. So yeah, I don't think babies need clothes, John. But well, they need to be kept warm. Well, yeah, but you can, you can, we got blankets and such. Mm, that's fair. 
Or and space they, oh, those babies—they love getting swaddled. Just, just put your baby by a space heater. Um, <laughs> if you're, if you're a listener to this show and you have a baby, you'll just try it out. I'm not a parent, um, nor am I a <laughs> child expert, but I suspect that the baby would be just as happy in front of a, a roaring space heater. <laughs> uh, I would recommend not uh, putting your baby too close to any sort of uh, intense heat source. <laughs> A roaring uh, bonfire, John. <laughs> I'm also not a baby expert, but I, I have to encourage you not to do this. Well, John, who can say? Uh, who can you say who's out, right? And it goes forward and it goes well. Right in and let, let us know uh, if you think you should uh, leave your baby near an intense heat source or not. Oh, John, we can't skip episodes, I guess. I feel like we just, feel like we come to do this and just all this stuff is coming out, John. It just gets, it, it, I feel like it, it gets uh, sillier and less focused as we have, like, these these breaks. I've got all these ideas, all these ideas <laughs> built up, John, inside of me. I kind of let them out. Uh, I've let well, them out now, I've, I can rest. All right. Well, Ian, I, I think that, that brings us to our, our final segment of the show, The Indulgence Corner. Uh, we've got one tweet to talk about this week. Oh, it's a big tweet, John, maybe. I haven't seen it yet, but... Okay, so this uh, this tweet is coming at us from Visionary. Uh, I don't... I'm not sure quite what that's supposed to be. Um, the, the handle is at VZNRY underscore reviews. Visionary reviews. Um, so uh, this tweet is actually coming from someone I, I do know... Uh, IRL. Uh, it was it was our intern at work for the uh-huh. fall, um, and I told him about my podcast this week, his final week. Um, Just sort of implying he... that you know, if he wants to get a full time offer, he's got to leave this review. Yeah, that was that was precisely it. Um, and I recommended an episode to him, uh, episode fifty six, Makeup Boys, um, and he listened to part of it uh, at the time that I was talking about it. He hadn't finished it yet. But he seemed to have enjoyed it, and he wanted to leave us a a review. Uh, but he was using the uh, Google Podcasting app, which apparently does not have a way for you to leave reviews of podcasts. Or if it does, he wasn't aware of it. So instead, he left feedback for the app instead of feedback for our podcast. And he took a screenshot of it, and he tweeted it at us. So he wrote, uh, in the feedback section of the Google Apps podcast... Um, I really loved this podcast. Please convey my regards to John Tyler and his friend, in quotes, John Tyler, end quotes. Definitely earns five, quote, stars, unquote, in my book. This is out of five stars maximum. God bless. (laughs) And he included in his uh, uh, feedback to the Google Podcasting app a screenshot of our episode 56 Makeup Boys. Well, there you go. So now the people um. at Google know um, just how good our podcast is. Maybe they'll promote it. Maybe we'll be on the featured podcasts next yeah. week, John. And, you know, listeners, we're always t- letting you know if you do leave us a uh, max rating and review somewhere other than iTunes to please uh, write into us and, and let us know. And also to Google. Um. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just give it to Sergey, you know. So, uh, so, so thank you, uh, Visionary Reviews, for, uh, for that delightful tweet. <laughs> oh, actually, I should, I, I'm gonna, I don't think I retweeted it, so let me just, let me just do that real quick right just now. Just give a quick signal boost, you know? Yeah. Uh, retweet. Um, uh, I'm saying thanks for letting us know about your non- uh, iTunes review uh, or a rating and review. Uh, hashtag ASMR. Oh, sorry, I forgot the hashtag. Mm-hmm. Uh, hashtag ASMR. <laughs> just end it with ASMR as a little sign off. Uh, hashtag ASM Army <laughs> and uh, hashtag like yourself. Mm hmm. Um, so great. Uh, so also, uh, listeners, you just got a fun little, uh, peek inside the, uh, the world of our, um, of our Twitter account, mm-hmm. you know, that, all that sort of social media 
community management stuff that uh, I'm sure all of you rubes aren't uh, used to and only can sort of dream about. Mm-hmm. We're social right. media experts, John. Yeah, that's right. Um, and with that, uh, that brings us to the end of our show where we plug our social media. Listeners, please reach out to us on Twitter at ASMR underscore quest. You can follow my personal Twitter account at Johninator. Or maybe it's Johninator and Ader. I, I can never remember. Uh, you can also follow me on Instagram at Johninator and Ader. I've been killing it on Instagram recently. My posts are incredible. Hashtag influencer on all of them. Um... You can also email us at asmrquesting at gmail.com and please leave us a five-star rating and review on iTunes or a max rating and review anywhere else that you feel is appropriate or inappropriate. Like, you could just send feedback to the podcasting app you're using. Uh, and if you do, let us know. And uh, also, uh, tell your friends how awesome we are. Recommend this show to someone in need. If each of you just recommends the show to 1,000 people every week, <laughs> soon you'll be out of friends. Thank you for listening, and stay tingly. Oh man, I splashed water on myself when you made that last joke. <laughs>